Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, a device to turn your phone into a laptop, a way to sit your lid, and the garden goes vertical, plus special guest, Cousin Jane. Flipperta giblet! <laughs> so sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for another episode of the KickCast, the podcast where we go out and find projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am one half of the show, KT Data, and unfortunately, my usual partner in crime, Drew, is off. Um, I think he's trying to be George R. R. Martin and finishing an ebook that it's not quite done yet, but is supposed to be done. So everybody's going right, Drew, right um, on there. But luckily, I am. We were able to find another co-host, a co-host from another show that I do, the Noms Podcast, the one and only Cousin Jane. How are you doing today, Cousin Jane? I'm doing wonderful. I am. I almost stopped you and said you said the wrong intro, <laughs> but you didn't. You said the right intro. I know. I would have stopped you wrongly. Does this feel weird that we're doing a, uh, a another podcast that's not about food on there? It's weird that you're saying different things. <laughs> that's what's freaking me out. <laughs> like the whole show notes thing is fine, and putting stuff on there, and like me looking at other stuff. But whenever you start saying different things than I'm used to you saying, that's when I start freaking out. Oh, but I I am glad you are here. Um. And I, I don't know, you've backed a fair amount of projects, and you, you, you watch the show, which I always love on there, and I still yeah. don't know why you watch the show, but okay. It's fun. <laughs> on there. All right, so before we actually jump into the projects of the night, we got some news on there, um, and our first bit of news is some unsolicited advice, which I, I love about that. Mm. Um, so what's great is uh, Adam J. Kurtz, um, he runs a project called Unsolicited Advice Agendas. So they're kind of like planners and notebooks that have advice at the top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what he did for Kickstarter was actually help them make a blog post that has some unsolicited advice for people who are launching their project. So what things you should do launch week. Uh, it's actually a nice, pretty cool article they have on there. Oh. You, you can see his illustrations and stuff. Um, they're kind of that hand-drawn, sketchy, you know, freehand style. It's still better than anything I can draw. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this isn't. This is like somebody acting like a five-year-old drawing something. Yeah, and it still looks better than stuff I can do <laughs> on there. But you know, um, make sure you guys check out this blog article. But I, there's two of the things that I actually came that I saw that I um, really liked on that, and one of them is the first one. What are you actually trying to make? This should be your primary reward. And so it seems pretty obvious, but I've seen many, many projects, many projects mm-hmm. do this and not actually show us or make that their pri- primary goal. So what they'll do is they'll make a movie. You'll have no way of getting the movie. You can get like signed scripts, your name, you know, even like up to even a cameo, but there's like no way to get a movie that just doesn't yeah. make your, make sense at all um or you know if you're trying to make a comic book a graphic novel on there point people to the graphic novel levels or the book level instead of your like $20 t-shirt level you want to be focused um you know straight to the point and one thing that everybody i swear forgets and this is something i hear commonly um that when you do this make sure you factor in shipping for your rewards like a lot yes. of people do not factor that in 
and they end up raising their money, but they don't have enough money to ship stuff out, so they end up losing money in the long run, which is kind of opposite of what you want to do. Um, and then the other one is this. This is a great one, and I don't. I don't think projects do this. A lot of projects do this. Um, we're trying our har- We're we're all trying our hardest to make dreams come true. You can't or shouldn't just show up, ask strangers for money, and leave. Um, one of the hey, biggest. I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, like that—that that is seriously one of the biggest things that that I see is you talk to people. The successful people are like, "Oh, we love hearing the feedback from the community. We love you know talking to them, posting updates, getting suggestions and stuff as we're going through the process." But there are some people who you know raise ten, twenty thousand dollars, don't post anything, and just you know they ship out their stuff, and that's pretty much it. You are totally missing out on this community and another thing they encourage is if you're going to run a kickstarter project go back other projects yeah you know that way you have the experience as a backer on some projects and that may provide you some insight um into what you may or may not want to do when you're running your own project um so interesting so so cousin um did you get a chance to take a look at this blog post was was there anything that came to note or you know any of this advice come to you or but you know but yeah well, i mean it's all it's all pretty good advice like show backers that you're serious that yeah you respect their commitment that i mean that goes both ways like you're committed to these people and you appreciate their commitment too so like you don't want to feel like as a backer you're stranded so it goes hand in hand with the one that you just talked about um because like right now I'm dealing with the Vortex, which is the um, dethaw device. It, it looks like an immersion blender, but it sits in water and thaws out your meat that sits in water because that's the best way to thaw meat. Um, like they are like a year behind what they expected their delivery to be, but because they are um, because they're constantly emailing us like every couple months and saying, Hey, we didn't forget about you. This is the update on the progress because that is happening every couple months. It makes me feel more comfortable about them as a company. Um, and it shows that they are committed to me as I am committed to them. So I think that's a good one. So that being said, Jane's launching a Kickstarter and not posting any updates. So you should go yeah. <laughs> make, yeah. sure, make sure you go back that. <laughs> I'm going to make a, a thing that sits in dirt and <laughs> I'm just going to be very vague of what it does. <laughs> but I expect you to give me $90,000. Yeah. You, you're going to go put a half-inch duct tape wallet in, in, in dirt <laughs> in your front yard. Yes. But that's not what I'm going to be giving you. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> All right. So our next piece of news, this is great. So six years, nine months, ten days. That is how long it t- took Kickstarter to get 100,000 projects successfully funded. So Dang. That's a lot of projects. Dang, um, brah. On there. So in celebration of that, and they, they congratulated it to the 100,000 project was the Falklands Malvinas, One War, All Wars. Um it's a, a movie, I think, that they're putting together on there. So it's kind of crazy that within seven years, they've had that many successful projects. So if you kind of think about it, think of how many like 
projects they have in total, considering the unsuccessful ones that they've gotten. Oh yeah. Um, on there, so they actually went through and put up a hundred different uh, facts from projects and stuff, and I picked three of them that looked really interesting. So, cousin, I'm going to ask you this: so the time it took to reach their first hundred successfully f- um, funded projects was 121 days. How many? Th- how many? How much time do you think it took to reach the last 100 successfully funded projects? Like the ones that happen now? Yeah. So like yesterday. Um, 29 days. Three days. Dang. <laughs> took them three days. That's kind of a stark difference, right, between the two. Um, and, I guess, yeah, that, that's crazy. Yeah, and another theme that we do see from project backers is there are always um re-recurring um project creators on there so the highest number of successfully funded projects by one single creator so by one person 94 holy crap 94 projects yeah i saw the numbers of creators who launched the hundred thousand projects that was only eighty six thousand one hundred and one. So there had to be repeats, and that dude was like almost a hundred of them, <laughs> that, dude or Judette, whichever. Yeah, that that is nuts if you think about it, because like running one project is almost a full time job. Imagining doing that ninety four times, and those are successfully yeah. funded projects. Those aren't the unsuccessful ones. So this person is busy. Yeah, on there. Um, and in lieu of Valentine's Day that just passed us, number of marriages between a creator and successful project. Um, of a successful project and a backer one. So. What? Oh, I thought there was going to be more than one. I was going to be very impressed. <laughs> I, I'm kind of impressed that one. So. That is a way to find e-love. <laughs> There's hope for you guys out there. I know. Just I'm, look for a successful uh, dudette. I, I, I need to go back more projects, apparently. Maybe I'll find the one. Yeah. <laughs> for making you will find the one. <laughs> or just... Post something on the internet of you standing in dirt, and you will find <laughs> the one. That sounds more risky. Just posting it on the internet, not. How do you think the other person feels? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean, I've heard you know Craigslist looks scary to me. Mm. <laughs> on there, but okay. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe that should be my Kickstarter project. Is KT's a uh, hundred dating tips? Did you see the preview for that movie that's coming out? That somebody and somebody needs a date movie? No. It's got Aubrey Plaza in it, and these two Zach Efron and some dude. I think he's in like some movie or something. Anyway, <laughs> like they need a date, so they like post it on the news that they need a date to a wedding, and that's something you can do. Because then you will find like Aubrey Plaza. She'll probably want to date you and marry you. If she's not already married, I don't know. <laughs> All right. I, I, I may have to try You that. have a job. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this week, unfortunately, we don't have any uh, kick shouts on there, which are normally our Twitter link shout outs for projects. But if you want us to mention a project on a kick shout, make sure you send us a tweet, Twitter length description of the project and link. And then we'll read it on the show. And quick shout-outs there, um, but nothing. So I will plug for a quick shout is Jane's Coffee Book Club, right? Coffee Table Book Club. Jane's Coffee Table Book Club. I I, I always forget forget the table part because I remember the coffee part. 
But yeah. I didn't create the name. They just voted it in. So it happened. On there, so make sure you go check it out. It's always a fun time, and it's usually either before the show or after noms. Yeah, it's it's usually right after noms. And right now we're reading The Worst Hard Time, which is um, a book about the Great American Dust Bowl. Who doesn't want to read about that? It's fun. It's actually really interesting. So, yeah, search for the Facebook group and you will find it on there. Okay, so our first project tonight. So, cousin, I know you have a lot of computers, right? Oh, yes. Um, I have a lot of computers, too. And what's even what's even nuts to think about is we we have computers in our pockets now that we just take everywhere, right? Yes. So what? So do you watch a lot of videos on your phone? Mm-hmm. Like I I, I don't like doing it because it's usually too small. I I hate doing like word projects and stuff. Like I know a lot of people do that. I I don't I, I don't even want to email an, um email or answer emails using this because I'm like this is just not right. I I like having a keyboard and a nice big screen. Maybe it's mm-hmm. just because I'm getting older and I need to see big icons. <laughs> That's probably it. <laughs> On there. So um, what's cool is that um, our first project of the night actually may help me, and I might actually use my phone more often. So it is called the Next Dock, and the Next Dock is a way to turn your phone into a laptop. So what you do is you take your phone or anything, honestly, that has a uh, HDMI output, you can plug it into the next dock and it has a nice 14-inch screen on it and it has an HDMI port that you can actually plug into it um, with a Bluetooth keyboard. So you pair that to your phone and you can use it almost like a Android-powered or iOS-powered tablet uh, or laptop on there. It also works with Windows 10. Windows 10 ha- or the Windows 10 smartphones, they have this like feature if you plug it into this, it will convert it into like a full Windows 10 environment. So you pretty much have a um, the full Windows on there as I, I as it works. Um, I'm not that familiar with Windows Phone, but um, I believe that's how the technology works on there. But it's great because you can use it pretty much with anything that uses an HDMI port. So they're like, you can use it with tablets. You can use it, this is a great one. You can use it with those mini PC sticks. Um, mm-hmm. On there, so even if you like, say you have a Chromecast, and but you don't have a TV around you, you could plug your Chrome Chromecast into this, and then use your phone to cast onto it. it it's pretty cool Yay. on there. So it has a full. So, ba- cool. so that's why the, there's USB ports on there too, so you can just plug stuff into that um, on there. And I love it. You plug in a Raspberry Pi, you got a nice Linux computer. I mean, the Raspberry Pi is pretty awesome. You can use that to watch movies and stuff, or you plug it into another laptop. So you got mm-hmm. some like dual screen action going on there, um, and I, I I love how they do it. You, iOS you can use that as a controller and stuff. And the one thing they didn't even mention is, say you're around a power source, you could plug in like an Xbox or something and use that as your second monitor. Say you know your living room, you only have one TV and you have to share. You could just pull this out, plug in your Xbox, and start playing on that while uh, um, somebody else is using the TV. That's awesome. I like I like the idea of this, and Jesse's been doing a lot of training with Windows because they're doing um, I don't even remember the name of the program, but they're trying to integrate Windows 10 into their business aspects. Uh, so they're trying to make it to where they can access all of their business programs on any type of Windows device, whether it's their phone, their tablet, or their computers. And this is like an awesome way to like 
carry your Windows phone or your tablet and be able to access anything um, through the cloud, through Windows, which is perfect. So I think businesses would get a kick out of this. I, I like the idea of like fully functional keyboard and an actual screen that's big enough that you can read things. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, what sucks is when I found this two hours ago when I was prepping for the show, the early bird perk was still there. I'm like, oh, I'm going to back this after I do the show. I refresh yeah. the page and it's already sold out um, for $79. But you still can back it for their not too late one for $99 plus $25 shipping um, on there. Or there's going to be another one for $119 plus $25 shipping. The estimated retail price is going to be $150, which if you haven't looked into kind of these portable screens and stuff, seems like it's a little expensive, but it's actually not. Um, that's actually around how much um, portable USB 3 screens are um, mm-hmm. right now. So, I mean, I, I'd rather do this. This has its built-in and everything. Um, I'm definitely going to back this after the show. Um, so, Cousin, is this a backtrack or sack for you? This is pretty close to being a back. Um, it just depends on Jesse's next phone, so we'll see about that. Well, you still can do it on Android and stuff, so you could like. Yeah, well, I use I use a iPhone, and the the one thing that would have been awesome is if it worked with iPhones as like actual compatibility. No, you to, can. You, you just well, get yeah, the it dongle. uses AirPlay, so I can display, but unfortunately, I can't broadcast from it. Yeah. Um, so. Oh, that's the one thing that's holding me back is that I have an iPhone. Maybe you should go to the dark side, get a Windows phone. I don't know. I don't. But mind. I, I enjoy my iPhone. I don't know anybody who uses a Windows phone. So, <laughs> all right. So on to our next project, and this is kind of in the domain of noms. Um, mm-hmm. So, cousin, why don't you introduce what our next project? I'm always going to choose a food-related item. If, if you look at the last one that I backed, it was a food-related item. Um, this one is called the Lid Sitter, which sounds like a funny funny name. I'm lid-sitting tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm lid-sitting tonight. Um, this is a super cool little contraption that if you've ever cooked like spaghetti or anything with a pot and a lid... You know, when you pull that lid off, all that condensation is going to fall all over the place. And that I've burnt myself too, like that before. Yeah, it it falls on you. It's annoying. It hurts. Um, and sometimes you have no place to put the lid, which is the story of my life in general. Yes, yeah, the story of my life. <laughs> I have nowhere to put anything, especially while I'm cooking. I have to, like, put up TV trays just so I can, like, have a place to put my utensil. It's just annoying. So this item, um, it hooks onto the side of your pan and onto your lid. So it, it turns your lid into like a flip top. So it pulls your lid off and then it angles it to where the condensation falls into the pan rather than on like a rice cooker does. You know what a rice cooker does, right? <laughs> Of Where course you I know open the cooking. lid and it goes all over the floor. So what's the point of that? So um, I think this is super cool. Um, you can use it for your utensil. Like you can use it for your ladle. Um, and the joy of this item um, is that 
when you open it, you don't have to put your lid down. You just leave it there and then close it back again. So all of your pots and pans are flip tops. And it's really easy to put on, as you can see yeah. from the... I, I really like the modularity of... Because I was wondering, like, but don't, like, a lot of, like, pots and pans have different uh, handles on there? But I yeah. like how it, like, you can change it and switch stuff. Yeah, you can do it for the handle kind, or you can do it for the little pull circle. Oh, that ladle, the ladle stuff's... That's kind of cool. You get... Just hang it on there. Yeah. And they, they make things that are similar to this where they kind of, like, leave it a little bit open... But it, your lid still comes fully off and you have nowhere to put it. Sometimes I'll, like, flip it over, put it on the pot. That's still annoying. So I think this is a really good idea. I, I, I really like this. Um, it's not bad, too. They Like, the early bird's 10 bucks for a black yeah. candle one. Ooh. Baby, I got my mom's Mother's Day's gift. Yeah, just tell her to wait until August. <laughs> She won't know. I'll just give it to her and she's like, what? What's her favorite color? Black, blue, red, uh, or yellow? Uh, red. But she likes black, too. <laughs> you can get her one of each. On there, but yeah, I, I, love, I love this idea and it's like simple. And sometimes it's like th those are like the best projects you find on Kickstarter are just these like simple ones on there. But yeah. So, um, this one's a back for me. I mean, that's great. Yeah, right? this one. This one's probably a back for me, too. All right. So, finally, to our last project of the night. And this one was voted by you guys. You guys picked this last one. And it kind of actually goes with this cooking theme. So, yeah, I'm, I'm the dude who picks the technology project. And all of you guys collaborated somehow for the eatings of the things. Mm -hmm. um, so, Cousin, I, you live in an apartment, right? I do. So, space is a premium, correct? Yes. So, you, you obviously aren't growing things in your apartment. Um, I might be. I don't know. I probably haven't found it yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> At one point, I was growing mice, so, so I have no idea what's in my apartment <laughs> right now. Oh, there. So, um, but have you ever wanted the need to have like fresh herbs and vegetables and stuff instead of going yes. to the store? I want a garden so on, bad. On there. So this this project may be for you because I don't know if you have a balcony or not, but um. This is, this is a great one. So our last project of the night is the Mojo Garden. So they call it an urban farm solution. And what it is is um, you, know, you know how people do planter box gardening, right, where they'll just yeah. build a box and put topsoil and stuff into it? The problem mm -hmm. with that is if you want to build stuff, you're going to have to, like, have a lot of space because those boxes do take up room. Yeah. So Mojo Garden, instead of just going spreading um, – horizontally they decided to build vertically on there so it's kind of this uh shelf like thing it's almost like a pl outside plant shelf um on there so there's a nice big box at the bottom but then there's different layers of little boxes boxes and you can actually move you can move those boxes around <laughs> to fit your needs and stuff um I, I really like this and they designed it so it fits um the size of a balcony uh, so the size is about 31 inches wide by 27 and a half inches long by 68 inches high. Um, so it should fit in there. And what, what, what's nice about it is you have all these different boxes that you can get different sizes for and grow different things on there. And you're not taking up a lot of space. Um, like the example they have on the screen right now is, you know, you have your herbs for your fish, um, 
crap you put in. I don't know. These are all green. I don't know what you use. Cousin, you're the one who knows how to cook what? healthy. I, I don't know what any of this stuff is. It's all green. Well, the top looks like rosemary. <laughs> the second one looks like possibly kale or parsley. Third one looks also like rosemary <laughs> um, and basil. The bottom looks like romaine lettuce and who knows? I don't know. This is healthy cooking. I, <laughs> <laughs> this is not my, my area of expertise, which is good because they also actually provide you with a website. And on their website, they have like kind of grow guides and seasonal calendars so you can figure out what can grow in your area. That's cool. Which, which is always good because, I mean, like, I'd be like, well, what do I grow in the middle of winter? <laughs> You're like, uh, turnips? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, so I'm like, I have no idea. But I I, I love the, this idea and it looks like they're building it really well. Um, I'm not a expert on wood on there, but it's built out of uh, what was the wood called it was some fancy wood that's supposed to be sturdy uh, i'm don't know yeah i don't, I don't know on there, i i'm not a woods woods worker man dude either yeah i suck stuff yeah i pretty much have no life skills if you guys large wood <laughs> oh large wood yeah i don't know what that is but okay i wonder if it's a german wood yeah. So yeah, but what you do is you just set it up, set some drainage, and you are good to go. On the <laughs> show. I don't know. Does this sound like something you would want to use? It just looks like something I can build. It's really, it's a really good idea. I could see it being sold at like IKEA. Ooh, I could do IKEA, but I don't think I could build this by myself. <laughs> You know, you send me off to Home Depot and be like, because uh, it's like a wide ladder with like boxes with hooks. That's what it looks like to me. But it's built all organic and stuff. It is. <laughs> I it don't is. know. I, and like, like I said, I have no idea if it's expensive or not. It's about two hundred eighty-one dollars. Um, that's probably what I'd pay at IKEA for it. Yeah, they because that comes with uh, the three modular boxes, um, comes with a big frame with the big roll box at the end, comes with a bag of hydroton for drainage. I don't know what that is, and uh, an it, organic. Seed you put collection. it at the bottom so it can soak up the water, through. I guess. Well, so it can go through instead of just pull up water at the bottom. Oh, okay. On there, I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. This one's a back for me because I really I, I like the idea. Um, I can't grow anything, so yeah. I I don't know. Would you? Mine's back a this? track. A track. I would track it. Yeah. Oh okay. So I mean, yeah, uh, that, that's kind of cool. And you guys voted on this, so I I would have picked something stupid like the Sinclair ZX handheld. Um, <laughs> Because, yeah, I, yeah, I'll do it. Um, and then, so finally, our last project of the night is our <laughs> sack of the week. And it is good. And it is, it is great. It is called Bro Alliance. <laughs> and it is an app that notifies you where all the hot girls are at. <laughs> Which I can see this being a back for some people, but it's made zero dollars. <laughs> On there, I, I I'm I'm like uh, what? so like apparently you can rate the place 
and stuff and like notify um where people are on there <laughs> i mean like i i i, I love they're about the project is right here and they use the words like bro mageddon really bro mageddon <laughs> so here, here's their thing frustrated with the way your online game is going taunted by those electronic profiles of hotness that go anywhere pro tip guy that's all spam <laughs> robots <laughs> do you feel like you have a chance if you could just get in front of these girls they're spam robots <laughs> you got so much confidence that you would destroy it like hiroshima but going all out going out all the time and trying to figure out where to go is challenging one, one person is only capable of covering so much ground <laughs> When the beaches of Normandy were stormed, clearly there was more than one guy that got off the landing craft. It was a combined effort with ma- of many nations coming by land and sea. So why are we trying to approach women any differently? We want you to join the Bro Alliance. <laughs> I okay. I I see how they're trying to appeal to like the Braveheart loving guys or anybody who watches like the Jersey Shore. I don't know anybody who would like want to use this other than people on the jersey shore so that okay the, if if you don't quite understand the project the gist of it is sort of like yelp or your restaurant raiders except instead of rating the restaurant on the food quality and whatever the people that work there it you rate it based on the hot girls that come in so if you're at like mcdonald's which normally is like a two and a half star restaurant but oh, it's I a would... McDonald's right next to a Valley's Fitness or whatever, and there's a ton of like hot chicks that come in. It could have like five stars based on the amount of hot chicks that come in for their like yogurt parfait after their workout or whatever. So, <laughs> is that what people do? Go to Valley's and then go get a yogurt parfait? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not one of those girls. <laughs> no idea. I'm like, where do you come up with these things? I don't know. <laughs> so that that's the idea. You go in, you create an account, you talk with your dudes, and then you rate it based on the level of hotness in the place that you are. So oh, this sounds so idiotic. And I'd so game this app. I would like take the app and then like start you know, like ranking walmart five stars or something i could see like a women's activist group getting a hold of this and just like stomping it into the ground i'm a i'm a guy and i think this is idiotic and sexist and stupid i mean but you know you know that's what guys do though no i don't i don't hang around those kind of guys and I don't go to McDonald's after I work out at Bally's for a parfait. So I don't, know. I don't know. I feel like, according to movies, that's what these these things do. Things. Uh, I'm not even referring to these types of people as human. Yeah, they, but they are. They they want twenty five thousand Canadian dollars, which translates to about eighteen thousand dollars in U.S. Oh no, they haven't raised any money. Um, I this is dumb. I don't think it costs eighteen thousand dollars to build an app like this either. I mean it's it's pretty much hot Maybe or not except for for store clubs. I mean, I, I just I uh, this is just terrible. I like yeah. <laughs> it's just no. I don't I don't like this idea at all. 
at all. No It's bueno. a good thing to hate. It's a good thing to hate this week. So if that's what we get from this, you have something to hate besides whatever you're dealing with right now. Hate bro alliance. Just just <laughs> terrible. Ugh. Ugh. On there. Um Oh, so that is the sack of the week. Um, and we actually have a little bit of time. So um, I want to actually do – we'll do kick shouts now because I forgot. There was a couple projects that didn't make it on there. Um, oh. And one of them I thought was great is called Unicorn Poop and Zombie Entrails Stuffed Scarves. I knew you would like that one. <laughs> so great. I love this. It is, so it's pretty much a plush unicorn and a <laughs> – plush zombie and with the unicorn you pull a rainbow scarf out of its butt (laughs) and you can use it as a comfy scarf and then with the zombie um you pull his brains out and it's just brains that wrap around so you can use that as a scarf i just don't like how realistic the unicorn butt is (laughs) it's a hole it's a hole how how else are you supposed to get a scarf out of a butt of a unicorn? I don't know. It doesn't have to look like that. Are, are you sure? Yeah, it could just be like white. It doesn't have to be white with like a pink ring around it. That's what makes me uncomfortable. How do you how do you know that's what a unicorn butt looks like? They don't kind of exist. I've seen horse butts before. Why are you looking at horse butts? I don't know. <laughs> It's what I do after I work out at Bally's. Come on. Uh. Oh, I've 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 learned many things about cousin Jane today that I never thought I would. <laughs> Anyways, so if you guys have suggestions for sacks of the weeks, projects you want us to to feature, or kick shouts, send them our way at kickcast at ktdata.net or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash kickcast, or on Twitter at kickcast for myself. At night twenty for Drew at Jane TV for cousin she'll sure. be like okay sure Kickstarter yeah. projects and okay she'll just send them to me for <laughs> at KT Data for myself um, if you want to check out any of these projects and you didn't see the links to them just head on over to kickcast.net for the show notes you can also see our older episodes there and subscribe in any way shape or form I'd love it if you'd leave a review on iTunes that'd be cool yeah yeah uh, yeah on there plus. Um, while you're over at kickcast.net, make sure you go check out the Noms podcast, and I promise I will publish our backlog of beta episodes yes. as soon as I can. All of them. All of them. All 480 yeah. of them. Yeah. If you enjoy the interaction that Cousin and I have on this show and want to actually see how stupid I am in the world of cooking, that's the <laughs> show you want to watch. Because, yeah, I'll say really dumb things a lot. It's fun. I'm like, and we get to eat food. Yes. Lots and lots of food. I actually have a lot of that food we've tried in previous weeks still on my desk, which is probably not healthy. It's okay. I have a standing desk that balances everything out, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I I, I love it. And I love everybody in the chat room watching live. Thank you guys so much. If you guys want to watch live, our next episode will be March 1st, 2016. And you can find that at live.kickcast.net or connectcast.tv slash ktdata. And Drew should be back. He'll rise from his writing and like review stuff that he's doing and will bring you some more delicious and wonderful crowdfunding projects on there. Cousin, do you got anything to plug other than the coffee table book club 
I don't know why coffee. I forgot the table. I always forget. You forgot the table. Jane that time. Jane's coffee table book club. Yes, <laughs> that is what I'd like to plug. My coffee table book club. Woo! It's fun times. Just look it up on Facebook and I'm, you'll find it. I'm there and I cheat every time I I watch the movie. So when there's not a movie version of a book, things get bad. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's cool. It's a book club, but it's a virtual book club. So you don't have to leave your house and you don't have to sit in front of people and act like you, you know like what them. you're talking about. <laughs> so, yeah, you're you're in a safe house on the internet. And then you have to watch me act like I know what I'm talking about. So. She does know what it's she's fun. talking about. She's lying. She's acting like she doesn't know what she's talking about. Unlike me when I talk about food, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just like, me like to you eat. Yum, nom, eaten nom, food, nom. so I think you have enough experience. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Flipberta giblet. <laughs> so sit back and relax. It's time for the kick cast. <laughs> Dang those giblets! <laughs> it means a frivolous, flighty, or excessively talkative person. <laughs> I like that one. I think she was subconscious or like passive aggressively telling me something, guys. I hate that unicorn butt. <laughs> it makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> and the eyeball. What in the world is going on with that eye? That's like a. That's like a um, My Little Pony unicorn eye. What?